In Judaism, there's a concept which in Hebrew is called tefillah b'tzibur, and in English is praying with a group of people, as opposed to praying alone. It's better for a person to pray to daven with a group of people together. The question is, why on earth is it better for a group of people to pray together than a person praying by himself? And on a personal level, every single morning when it's time to wake up for me and get out of bed, every single day without fail, I have this internal struggle going on. Yehuda, why are you getting up now? So I answer, I'm getting up to go and pray, pray in the synagogue together with other people. And then I say back to myself, but why? Just stay in bed for a bit longer, another half an hour. You'll get up, you'll pray, you'll pray at home. And not only that, you'll pray well. And you'll still do exactly the same thing. Why on earth do you need to go to the synagogue to pray with other people? Pray by yourself, get some extra sleep. It'll help you, you'll be more refreshed. That's what goes on in my head every single day, every single morning when my alarm clock rings. And why on earth? Are we expected to pray, to daven, together with a group of people? Why can't we just do it ourselves? Does Hashem not appreciate when we pray to Him alone? What on earth is going on here? So to answer this, think about this scenario. Imagine standing outside King's Palace. And we want to seek an audience with the King. We go to the front gates, we talk to the guard, and we say to the guard, you want to come in and talk to the king? So the guard will say, what's your name? Show me your identification. And if it's someone who the king knows, or someone important, then the guard will let the person in. And you can have a private audience with the king. But if you're just a normal person, and there's nothing special about you, then the guard will say, I'm sorry, king's busy, stuff going on, you can't speak to the king. But if we were to come with a whole group of people, stand outside with microphones, make a protest and make our presence known, scream together and say, king, king, we need to speak to you, king, we need this, we need that, then whenever the guard wants to let the person in or not. The king will hear it by himself, even when he's inside the palace, because there's such a huge noise. There's a ruckus going on outside, so the king wants to know what it's about. So he says, what's going on outside? So the people inside say, well, there's a group of people that really want to talk to you. They've got something really important to say. So the king says, well, then let them in. And this is a similar idea when it comes to praying, davening to Hashem. So, yes, if someone is truly special, if someone is truly righteous, if someone is so-called a favorite of Hashem, then he has absolutely no problem praying alone, praying at home. And Hashem, God, will hear his prayers, will listen to what he says. But someone like myself, 
How on earth do I know where I'm standing with Hashem? How do I know how Hashem looks at me? How do I know if I'm a righteous person who Hashem wants to talk to? Or how do I know if I'm just a simple person? In fact, I think I'm a simple person. I'm no better than anyone else. Therefore, by praying with a minion to fill a bitzibble, davening as a group, we are told and we are taught that when a person prays and davens as a group with a tzibble, then our prayers are never ignored. And our tefillahs always go straight up and straight to Hashem. And I saw this week an interesting letter from someone called Rabbi Pinchas from the town of Polotsk, which was somewhere in Europe. He was a student of the Vilna Gaon, which was an extremely great Torah rabbi who lived in a place called Vilna in Europe. And he wrote in his will, um, which he gave out to his family after he passed away and to everyone who wanted to read it. He was speaking about the importance of praying as a community and as a group. And he says that every single time someone utters a word of prayer, every single time someone prays to Hashem, then picture it as if he's letting off out of his mouth some beautiful gems and some beautiful colors, some beautiful pearls, beautiful stones. Now, a person praying alone, he's praying, and let's say a beautiful pearl comes out, and this pearl is brought up to God in front of Hashem, and Hashem says, oh, that's really nice. But if a people are praying as a group and as a community, then one person is letting off some pearls, another person is letting off some gems, another person is letting off some precious stones, another person is letting off some silver, another person some gold. And what happens is, he says, that the angels, the Malachim come and they take all these beautiful prayers and weave them together to form a crown. And they take this crown and they place it on Hashem's head, on God's head. Now imagine how much more beautiful and how much more appreciative will Hashem be, will God be, when He has a crown, a beautiful, gorgeous crown, made up from all the prayers of every single person in this community, made up of someone's pearls, someone's jewels, someone's gold, someone's silver. How much more beautiful is this as opposed to when it's just a single person who's got a single pearl or a single piece of silver or a single diamond? You can't compare the two. And this is why it's so beautiful to pray as a community because it's so much more powerful. And on another note, besides for this, that it's being so much more powerful, sometimes a person is not so righteous, and a person doesn't do such good deeds, but yet this person still wants to pray to Hashem, and still wants to talk to Hashem, so he can do that. But if it comes up, it's maybe going to come up like a bit of 
some tarnished silver or some old rusty gold so what can he do he wants to do better but he's just not at that stage yet but if he prays as a community and if he prays together with others then his prayer comes up as part of that crown and in a crown there's all different sorts of things there's even some parts of the crown which is a dark color but this darker color is amazing because it gives the final finishing touches to the crown it brings out the points it brings out the beauty and around it there will be diamond and gold and silver and this darkness in there just adds to it I know I have a silver cup which I use every single week on Shabbat to make Kiddush and when it comes to the little designs and the grooves then those parts are black and dark yes they're silver as well but they're black and dark and that is what adds to the beauty of the cup it makes it into what it is if it wouldn't be dark and if it wouldn't be black then we wouldn't be able to see the design properly so so too with the crown someone who is not that great a person but he wants to pray and he comes as a community to pray then his little blackness is adding to the design of the crown and to finish off with an interesting thought an interesting idea which this person um, called Repinchos from the town of Polotsk also says he says when Yaakov Ovinu one of the forefathers the last one Yaakov Jacob when he was praying to Hashem to be protected from his brother Esau and he was begging Hashem that he should not be killed so they explain there the rabbis talk about that time and it says Yaakov Jacob he was extremely worried and he was extremely scared that his tefillah that his prayer wouldn't be answered and would be ignored the question is what Yaakov Jacob he was one of our forefathers he was the greatest of the great why on earth would he be worried it wouldn't be answered and they bring down they explain from the Zoya which is a great Kabbalistic book which teaches us all the secrets of the Torah and he says that Yaakov Jacob he was worried that he was praying alone and he wasn't davening with a minion and therefore he thought that maybe his prayers maybe his tefillah wouldn't be answered because it wouldn't be as powerful as if it would have been with a community with a minion so there's just something to think about if Yaakov the greatest of the great our forefather our one of our three founding fathers which was so close to Hashem so close to God if he was worried that he wouldn't be answered because he wasn't praying with a minion davening as a community then I think what about myself am I going to be answered if I'm not praying with a community if I'm not davening with a minion this is a thought something to think about